0: Welcome back, friends, to Watch Closely, a weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I'm your host, Jason, and joining me as always, a man who you can hear shouting out his window, blast his Christmas music, it's joyful and triumphant. Ernie, how are you doing?
1: Hello, hello, and I'm doing well, and I love that reference. Uh, We're definitely going to probably talk about that later on throughout these uh, topics that we're discussing. But dude, how are you, man?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I mean, You got you to keep the baby quiet. That's why I was picturing you yelling out the window. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, she's actually passed out right now with her mom. But uh, yes, yeah, so let's get into it, dude. I'm excited for this episode. We have plenty to talk about.
0: That's right. We got some new Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse news. We got some Mission Impossible stuff, some trailers for The Matrix, The Reacher, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then we're going to probably do some uh, Twitter questions to round it all out. If you guys want to have your question or comment on the show, definitely tweet at us at Watchful Tweets. And I also wanted to say uh, we're doing a giveaway. If you guys are fans of Hawkeye, we have a a hoodie that says Thanos was right. If you guys watch the show, he sees it like the restroom. Someone wrote it. And so we took that and we made it into like a hoodie. So it's going to be like a limited print. If you guys want to win it, um, just go on our Twitter. It's a pinned tweet and just retweet it. That's all you got to do. So.
1: Dude, you guys should definitely do this. This this sweater looks sweet. It's like uh, I am I'm a big fan of uh simplicity in, in certain like, you know, things. It just literally says Thanos was right, just like the the, you know, the ba- uh the backdrop in that that bathroom scene or whatever. And I was like, dude, if nobody goes for this, dude, I'm going to go myself. <laughs> I keep I'm going to just keep retweeting it <laughs> until I, I get it myself because even even we're not going to get it. That's how uh limited
0: it is. You retweeted and you put that sweet comment. And I was going to be like, you don't get extra points for a sweet talk in there.
1: <laughs> you're like, you're part of the cast. You're not going to get anything. Get it. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, thank you guys for joining us today. Let's uh, let's jump into the news here. So it's this thing just dropped and you sent it to me like five minutes ago. So let's talk about it. So Into the Spider-Verse had a first look teaser that they dropped, giving us kind of a sneak peek into what we're going to see ahead. So I, I guess it's going to be a two parter, which is awesome. So Ernie, what do you think?
1: Dude, I thought that was cool, and it's interesting. So I wasn't sure, I think we were discussing this uh, before, but is it part one of the trailer or part one of, like, the Spider-Verse
0: 2 movie? Yeah, it's going to be two movies. Part one of a double feature. Oh, wow,
1: that's freaking cool. That's even better. It's, like, more of something that we really love. So I know you're a big fan of Into the Spider-Verse, so I know you're definitely excited. I really enjoyed the trailer. It wasn't much, but it was enough that, like, kind of, like, Brought me back to uh the into the Spider-Verse one. And you know, they had the little sound the little sound cues, like uh, the the little whistle, uh uh the uh, post Malone song, you know, all, all those little things. And I was like, This is such a great movie, I forgot about it, you know. It brought me back and then it's just like, look at it. Every- look what's gonna happen next. And you're like, dang. But what dude, yeah. I'm curious, dude. What did you think, man?
0: Yeah, dude, I agree with you. It it definitely just drops you right back into that universe. And you, you know, you get to see a a slightly older Miles. Like he's a little bit aged up, like you can tell in his stature. But it was just cool, dude. You get to see uh, Spider-Gwen just drop in. And then there's like this whole sequence where he gets pulled through the portal or whatever. Mm. And so we kind of get to see how they're envisioning like multiverse type of stuff in the animated version. Which I think they have a lot more freedom to play with it, right? It's going to be very like the comics and it, the style looks amazing. And I, I loved how, I think we're going to get what you were saying, right? You were hoping that we're going to get pulled through these different worlds and get to see maybe like, yeah. Noir Spider-Man or like the mm-hmm. uh, spider pigs universe. Like <laughs> I, dude, I can't yeah. wait for that. That's going to be great.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, definitely. This is going to be a little bit more interesting than the first one. I mean, in terms of uh, the way it tries to tell its story, because uh, yeah, you're go- We're going to multiple universes, and so we're seeing the world of these other characters. You know, we saw Miles. We know what he's about. And 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 I do like the way they kind of play into the, the other characters and you do see a little bit of them, you know, you see the one, uh, you know, like the Spider-Gwen, her little, like, it's like a little small story, but it's not enough to like show you more than you you would wanted, but it was enough that I know the character, right? And so now if we do go with Spider-Gwen's universe, we're going to see like everything that's in that built-in world which is really awesome. And I know, I think at the, I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm sorry, uh, I think at the end of uh, Into the Spider-Verse, spoiler alert, we see Scarlet Spider, right? And like, he's really freaking cool. And then like, imagine going to spider Noir's or the Spider-Man Noir universe is going to be all black and white. It's going to be so sweet, dude. I'm, I'm generally more excited for this movie now than I was before. Cause I, I like it, it had uh, kind of slipped on the wayside for, for me. Like I hadn't seen it in a while, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's going to be sweet.
0: I'm not sure exactly which Spider-Man we're seeing at the very end. There's like a, there's like a really different looking Spider-Man. That's uh, I think it's voiced by Oscar Isaacs, but I'm not sure if it's like, um, do you know, like it, cause he's all kind of blackish, like really dark blue with the red, the red spider webbing. Um, He grabs, remember he grabs them when he goes through the portal um, and they kind of start to fight, but then it cuts. I don't
1: know. I think he's, I know who it is. I just always get these mixed up. I think, he might be um, uh, Spider-Man 2099 um, is, is where I think that's who he is. I thought it was Scar- Scarlet Spider. That's that's the ones I always forget. Oh, the that's name. the one you're talking about. Yeah, I always forget the names. But I, I do like kind of like, you know, I know the,
0: you know, I know how they
1: look. I know their story a little bit. But I think that one's I think that's Spider-Man 2099. So he's like a future version.
0: Oh, yeah, um, you're right. I, you're right. I, I just see it in Empire. They're saying Miguel O'Hare, a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099. Yeah voiced by Ars- oscar isaacs so he's going to be probably the not the villain but like the big baddie to confront maybe
1: he's from the future obviously he says nine nine. he's probably trying to stop them from you know ruining his future in a sense oh, i think like that's probably timeline. what maybe the like the timeline exactly um sorry uh, uh sorry scarlet spider i was i was way off my apologies uh ben riley is probably one of my favorites i love uh, I love his outfit i oh, so should definitely look uh, that spider man up But uh, yeah, no, uh, Spider-Man 2099, he's the one that's at the end of of Into the Spider-Verse. My apologies. And uh, he says something, I think, at the end. He's talking to someone. It looks like he's he's like a multiverse cop is what it seems like towards the end because he's talking to someone and he's all, we got to do this. And it just kind of goes. And then
0: you're like, oh, what the heck? Oh, that sounds cool, dude. Yeah, I I like the look of it. Like, I mean, of course, I like the look of Into the Spider-Verse in general, but this looks like it's going to be pretty epic. The little glimpse that we saw, dude, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for it. But I'm also curious how it's going to tie in or how much different it's going to be compared to what we're going to get in Spider-Man No Way Home because they have to treat the multiverse. I don't know if Sony, like they're both Sony, so I wonder if they're going to be similar or they're going to be completely different because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going into No Way Home. And I I wanted to say, I don't know if you've seen this, but Mm. uh, there's been critic screenings for Spider-Man No Way Home. And apparently Sony is only showing... 40 minutes like this is our next topic but dude 40 minutes of the movie so they're not showing us the whole thing and this came out with it's not like a confirmed source but it's a lot of the people that go to see these movies like the journalists are expected to only see a part of the actual movie so they're hiding a bunch of stuff dude
1: yeah dude this is exciting how crazy i don't think we've ever had a film that has garnered this much attention in a very long time, like more than Endgame. I remember when when Endgame had come out, obviously, that was like the biggest movie because like we're like, where are they going to head? Like, what, what could they do? You know what I mean? But with this movie, like they're treating it like I don't know if they learned from their past mistakes of leaks and, and whatnot, but like they're literally doing everything they can to not spoil it when people end up watching it right and 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 it's and it's so like it's intricate now like i I was reading this when you had posted it 40 minutes of the actual movie like what's the rest what's the full movie it's like two hours right and it's uh,
0: two and a half i think so yeah
1: so there's like dude a lot of like more craziness that's gonna like come out like what (laughs) like what the like what else could they add in those 40 minutes you know like
0: Dude, don't they, they, don't they don't know. trust the journalist. That's the thing. Like, they've no, never I done trust this. Them either. They've never yeah. done this before where they don't show the whole movie. This is big because they're like, we have stuff in this movie that we don't want anyone to see until it's like the day of, like the day of the release. Oh my gosh. Like, it,
1: yeah, it's going to be wild. And like, the only thing I've ever seen this done with uh, Jace is video games, right? So, when a publisher gets a video game, uh, well, let's talk about uh, Cyberpunk 2077. game came out pretty broken, right? And sorry, I'm going to talk about games a little bit here. But uh, <laughs> no, so sorry. when it came out, uh, they didn't give any reviewers an early copy. They've never done something like that in with a movie. So like, it, it's interesting that like, uh, sorry, I, I say I'm saying a like a lot, but like, 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 yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting like development as we see it happen. We've been talking about Spider Man for like months it seems like now right right? since uh like well i don't know the first trailer had come out but wow dude
0: that's crazy though but okay so on the other side of the coin though Mm -hmm. yes they don't want everything spoiled but i'm also hearing that they're still working on the freaking uh special effects on this movie like they're not wrapped until i think sometime next week (laughs) like they're going to be working up until the very last minute before these things have to print and ship Or if it's a digital copy, they'll just send the file. But my gosh, like those poor, (laughs) those poor uh, visual artists are just like under the gun, man. Like imagine if this thing, like oh, like imagine if there's like what, like a couple scenes that are just waiting to be exported. Like we got to push this out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) They're
1: gonna, uh, it's gonna be like one of those things, like Cats. You remember Cats? It was like one of the big, like the films that uh, they had to fix the CGI. Later oh, on, right. even yeah, yeah, after yeah. it's released, they really re-released it with better. Uh, They're uh, like, now character. we finally
0: finished the renders.
1: <laughs> and so now we finally finished it, guys. Here you go. It's like a patch. That's only like I've ever seen that in video games. That's why I brought out Cyberpunk. But, well, it's interesting that you're saying that because if you recall the Mandalorian, right? Uh, sorry, spoiler alert again, guys. Luke Skywalker comes out, takes uh, uh, Baby Yoda, Grogu. They went through all this craziness just to trick everyone. To not know that it was Luke Skywalker coming in. Do you remember this? And so they did this whole CGI thing with a different character, with a different actor. They like went through lengths to like, you know, oh, prove yeah. people that, that was yeah.
0: above and beyond to like not spoil it. Like that's a Marvel exactly. Avengers type of thing. Yeah. But they now add people and take people out of trailers. Like that's yeah, crazy. So,
1: so they're, they're, they're probably doing that with this film. Like I, I get it that they're, um, you know they're trying to uh you know keep it a secret as much as they can and maybe like the last week of doing the cg or the last bit of work is like oh they already have it but they're like you know let's let's not add it until this week because if not it's gonna leak out and people are gonna talk about it right because now they only have two weeks after that fact
0: or oh see so you're oh you're hoping they're already like ahead of schedule and they have time to like mess with us Whereas I, yeah,
1: definitely they have
0: to. They have to. I'm thinking they're, I'm thinking not. I'm thinking they're scrambling to get this (laughs) finished.
1: (laughs) No, I don't think so. It just, it doesn't seem like a Marvel thing to do or a Sony, like, especially with a movie this big, you know, that's coming out, that's, that's getting this much audience hype. Right. It just, it doesn't seem like it. Because now, if you say that, then you're like, okay, then I, I guess the, they never finished that, that punching scene with the, the lizard, right? They never finished that, so they didn't. No, that, that was on no, purpose. but we, yeah, <laughs> well, we know better. We know better. You know what I mean.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping that you're right, and then they have time to like polish it up. Because, like, I think we were saying in the last episode. I don't want it to be like I want it to be released when they feel good and ready, and like they feel like it's like polished and like ready to release to the world. I don't want it to be like last minute. Like, oh my gosh, we got to get this thing finished and get it out the door. Like, that's not that's never good, right? Because you don't have that hindsight of like no, you know. Haven't should probably change this one little thing and make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's crazy, yeah. dude. Spe- speaking of craziness, we have our next news topic. I want to get into Tom Cruise. Now, you sent me this. I cannot believe this guy. There has been spottings of a uh, Second World War I Boeing B 75 n one Stearman biplane, which Tom Cruise has been reportedly learning to fly in this new film. And there is a picture obtained by the sun of Tom Cruise showing he's climbing out of the cockpit and dangling off the wing. He's the only one on this plane like he's flying the plane. He gets off. He walks over to the wing. It's upside down. So the, the plane has flipped over upside down and he's sitting on top of the like there's a picture of it. And I, I, I don't know, man. This guy is crazy. Dude,
1: tell me this. Tell me one thing, Jace here does this guy want to have a death wish D- doesn't he right it seems like he's like you know mission impossible like what can i do next to death defy the laws of physics here like let he's me crazy, uh, bro. and then like and he's like you know usually he gets like such a high tech you know he had the jumbo plane he was hanging on that's that's a little bit more high tech but now he's doing a world war ii all sh- right uh, was it a world war ii yeah
0: yeah it's like an, yeah. one of those old biplanes with their two wings on the top and yeah, the bottom yeah. and so, so I guess he flips it over. The engine's <laughs> off. Like, the propeller's yeah. not spinning. Right? Yeah,
1: no. I saw that, yeah.
0: And he's climbed up on the wing, and he's just sitting there while the thing is in free fall. Ah, imagine. He's such an adrenaline junkie. He must yeah, be, Yeah, right? no,
1: definitely. Dude, he's wild, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I think he's got a death switch. But, like, it's cool because, like, us as, like, the viewer... Like we get to enjoy these cool moments in cinema, right? We don't get that in many films. Like we don't get like these death defying acts that are caught on camera and is actually the actor. Usually the actor hires the stunt double. That's true. Uh, Tom Cruise is his own stunt double,
0: dude. And then so what happened to the the motorcycle? Remember, there was a whole stunt that we reported like a while back of him oh, that's right, yeah. on a motorcycle going off this ramp. Was that just, maybe that was just fun for Tom Cruise? Maybe there's going to be two stunts no, in this No, there's probably going to be movie. two
1: things, dude. I mean, at some point, he's like, how much more can I add? Because what, what <laughs> he's is He's like, this? I'm
0: over the jump. Like, that was fine. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, because this,
1: this is Mission Impossible 8. Right. He's had like seven already of things that he's done. And he's just like, this is the eighth one. You never know. It might be the final. Like, how much more can he do?
0: <laughs> he's just pulling out all the stops, man. He's, next, he's going to be like eaten by a shark.
1: Yeah, he's I was going to have
0: to get <laughs> he's like fighting. The, one of those crocodiles that you see on TikTok. Oh, my gosh,
1: dude. He he was uh, I, I was telling you this uh, part of the podcast. I was like, what what is like, who is he even fighting now in Mission Impossible? Like he's always. Yeah,
0: what's the conflict?
1: What's the conflict now? It's just I feel like it's him. <laughs> he's the conflict wherever he goes trouble follows doesn't it <laughs> he's i
0: don't know it's true i dude i actually have liked all the mission impossibles up until this point like they've been really good so same yeah. i'm fine with it like keep going mr cruz but like it just seems like you're crazy yeah. man
1: every time he it comes out and then the next time he, he's gonna be like uh he injected himself with uh hiv and he's gonna cure it in the film uh <laughs> like a he's
0: gonna uh, submit himself to omicron, omicron. The omicron <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> the tra- <laughs> transformer <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, I don't know. Transformers just crossover. Sees... You heard it here first. There it is,
1: dude. <laughs> uh, he, I, honestly, sometimes I see this these films like Mission Impossible, and I'm like, what movie can it like combine with? And I always think Fast and the Furious. Hmm. The only movie that can do something this crazy and on screen, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely Ben Diesel can do something like that.
0: <laughs> I know, man. It's crazy. All right, so so our next topic is a new movie that's coming out that – uh, you wanted to you wanted to talk about it? Ernie. Tell us what this is.
1: So this is called uh, Duel, and it's uh, spelled a little different. It's a D-U-A-L. and they just released an image. It's with uh, Karen Gillian and Aaron Paul. Um, the movie is a li- is is pretty interesting, and I want to read the little synopsis for you. So uh, it goes: Sarah discovers that she has grown unwell and will soon die. She comes to grips with her impending doom. She resolves to clone herself so that her family will not have to grieve, but by a weird coincidence, she manages to conquer the disease and survive. But what she didn't comprehend is that the clone and she both need to have a duel to the death. So, <laughs> so reading that, I was just like, I, when I read that, I was like, wow, this sounds very interesting, and I was like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie like this because now she's got to fight a, a herself. <laughs> thoughts dude does it does it intrigue you are you just like
0: eh? it's interesting it's got that multiplicity vibe to it where you know there's clones that are taking over her life right or supposed to take over her life so it knows a lot about her but then now that we have this twist of she's no longer gonna die and now it's like the, the law states you must fight to the death That's yeah crazy man and, it, so, and it's
1: weird because if you see the image it's like Aaron Paul's giving her swords. <laughs> and so like,
0: oh, really? oh, she's got nunchucks.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I think the interesting thing, why I thought I, like I wanted to talk about it was like, so you're going to fight yourself. What are your weaknesses? Right. It, it's going to show off like uh, a different side of yourself. And that's what I was interesting in Cause I've like, given, what if I found myself like, what would I go for? Sweep the legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, where am I weak? You know,
0: would you know how to defeat yourself? Exactly.
1: Exactly. I've never tried, but now she's going to have to learn to. It just sounded pretty cool. And I was like, oh, okay, I um, this is going to be, a, this is on my radar. And I wanted to bring it to your guys' attention. Definitely keep an eye out. It, it looks like something that's going to be one of those, like, films to look out for.
0: It does look interesting. Karen Gillian, she's been good in, you know, she's been in the Avengers series. She's been in Jumanji. You know, she's got those those dance fighting skills already. So she, she might have some dance fighting. I'm excited to see her playing opposite herself. I think that's when you know you've done it. That's when that's when you've made it big. It's when you have a clone of yourself. When you, you can fight, fight yourself. You have kind to like act a, against yourself. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and he clones himself. The sixth day. Do you recall this movie? He clones himself or he is a clone of him. Oh, that's true. Huh? That's a great, great movie. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. It seems like she's not that she wasn't coming up, but it feels like she's coming up in a lot of things. I think she was just like in her slate of films, it's going to be this duel. She's going to come out in the uh, Guardians three. She's going to come out in Thor Love and Thunder. So she's got a pretty big slate of films that are coming up in the next 2022, 2023.
0: She's got quite a resume now. So I think the premise is definitely pretty interesting and it it'll be interesting to see like once we get a trailer how it's going to play on screen so
1: i feel that we will get the trailer like fairly soon i mean they just had the images i'm, I'm sure they're going to cut something together and you know show it off because the thing about the film is like it sounds interesting enough but like the trailer needs to sell it for people to watch it like if someone reads the synopsis i i feel like it might not like can kind of go over as well as you know seeing a trailer that kind of that shows what's really going to happen where I, have you ever seen the you know what, what trailer was intriguing to me was ex machina mm-hmm. with uh oscar isaac do you recall that film if you watch that trailer i feel like they need to do something in that vein of trailer where it's very you know intriguing but you know mysterious where it doesn't show much but you understand what's going to happen but then you don't you know what i mean it's like that in between line something in that vein i think and i think it'll really suit the the movie uh the movie and
0: yeah you know, I thought, is, th- is this a behind the scenes picture that image that you posted because it's interesting that she's seeing like there's a frame it looks like there's a, a mirror she's standing in front of aaron paul and then behind her there's someone else with like a mirror so you can see her face i like that's pretty clever because it looks like they can easily cg the, the frame out of picture and then get get put it on another body so it, mm-hmm. she's actually acting as as both. that's pretty cool
1: no, I thought, yeah, I was going to tell you that, too. I, I think it is. I think they're going to probably uh, impose someone else on there. I don't think they're going to keep the frame because I was like, I'm, my first thought when I saw the image, like, you guys can definitely check it out. Um, when you see the image, it is the frame and it's just her. But I was like, OK, do you uh, are you just going to fight a frame? <laughs> I don't know if that was the film. And it, I don't know if it's behind the scenes. I, I'm sure it is, obviously, because, you know, they're going to do that. But uh, I'm sure that they're they're like thinking of ways to kind of show you, you know, uh, <laughs> like this this uh, way to fight yourself. Like it's going to be a little interesting. I don't think I've ever seen this done, but I'm sure it's a trick. Uh, yeah. you know, Maybe a it's to get the performance trick, in camera, you know? what right? It's like called just, movie yeah. magic. That's kind of a cool. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like now I, I sold it to you a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of upcoming movies, let's go into our see it or skip it segment. Now, this is one of our favorite segments as we've been doing for a while now. Uh, and it leads us to our first trailer. Now, Jason, this feels a little weird. And let me tell you why. It sort of feels like a deja vu, like we've spoken of this before. And our first trailer is The Matrix Resurrections.
0: We can't see it, but we're all trapped inside these strange repeating loops. Billions of people just living out their lives, oblivious. But this is the moment for you to show us what is real. So this is a, a kind of a shorter... Is it a f- considered a full trailer? I guess it is. It
1: says, yeah, it's it's a full trailer. I, it's it's a little different than uh, everything else that's been going on. I think it's trying to show you uh, the different side of the Matrix. Obviously, uh, now we kind of understand that, you know, I think we, we had discussed this before, but in the uh, Matrix uh, Revelations uh, film, uh, there's a reboot, right? And so with every reboot, uh, uh, like everything starts again. And so in the Matrix, that happens, but all the characters still survive, but they change slightly. So everything that's happened in the first film and the second is going to happen again. And according to the trailer, what it seems like is in the Matrix Resurrections, it's all happening again. And so I I think it tells you, like, why use old code when you're trying to do something new? And in the trailer, it says that. And Mm -hmm. I think it's like there's obviously there's going to be more to it. But I thought it was a cool trailer and I really wanted to talk about it because the tickets are going to go on sale uh, on Monday, December 6th. And I want to know if people are going to like try to buy these like sell out like Spider-Man No Way Home or are they going to stay for the VOD when it comes out? Because it is coming out uh, for HBO Max the same day as its theatrical release.
0: Right. Unfortunately, bro, I think that's going to hurt the ticket sales a lot because people are like, ah, I'm just going to wait and watch it. Uh, on screen and you were actually trying to convince me to not go to the theater i was set up the projector bro which i'm like no i cannot i have to watch this movie in theater dude it looks so good every time i see the trailer when i go to the movies like it just sells me like the sound design everything just it's so crisp and sharp especially i don't know why but the matrix trailer is so clean on the big screen like it's i don't know what they used but Great camera, great cinematography, and like well, they've always is.
1: been known for that. Yeah. yeah,
0: it just looks like the the quality is so much better than it's even like compared to the last one we saw. Like it, everything is crisp and clean. But the thing I wanted to get into about this trailer is the way they're doing kind of these wipe pans where it, it's like one person's performance, and then it the the transition wipes to see another person, and it they're at they're in the same pose, they're in the same facial expression. Like there's also scenes where they're jumping and then it cuts to another previous film jumping and it lets you kind of see how, how it's the same code, like you're saying. But I, so this confirms that Yahya Abdul Mateen II, his character is actually playing a version of Morpheus, right? Yes. And then we also got, there's a really quick one. I don't know if you saw it in there, but there's also a quick one of the Merovingian and he's young, but then it cuts to a, it overlays him with like a, grizzled beard Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. So we're getting He he must not be getting updated. You know what I mean? Like he he had some some sort of when he was written, he was like the gatekeeper, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's um,
1: the one that like I like we were talking about before, like he genuinely like runs the system in his own way. Like he's a he's kind of a uh in a I guess like a virus in a sense where he's able to kind of like function without having to be in the system. So he never gets wiped. He's always just exist in the system. Never, never to be changed. But I mean, now he is right. So you're seeing him, uh, like you said, well, no, so it
0: makes sense that he's getting, he's grown older, right? Because he hasn't been refreshed. Mm -hmm. So he's, that's kind of cool. How And it's so quick. It's like a quick little pan. I was like, I had to pause it. I had to rewind it and pause it. I was like, Oh man, dude, this is the attention to detail. Just in the trailers alone, it makes me think this is going to be such a great movie. Like I have high hopes for this. What do you think, Ernie? Dude,
1: definitely. I that's the reason I brought up the trailer again. The deja vu trailer is like it, there's not much being shown, but it's there's enough to really get your attention. I didn't know where they were going to head uh, for the next uh, film. So this one, I, I I didn't know where it was going to go. I knew there was going to be that reboot, like we had discussed before, but we didn't know that we were going to get like another Morpheus. I, I was wondering why he looked similar to him. And you know what I mean? Like, he, there's like these moments where in the in the original trailer, you're watching and you're like, OK, so they seem it seems like something's happening where it, it follows in line with the original film. You know, mm-hmm. and and now we kind of know, yeah. now we understand what it is. I do want to say one thing uh, I would love to see this movie in theaters. Unfortunately, I cannot. (laughs) I have my daughter, and so it's a little bit more difficult for me to kind of like go places. You know, Uh, obviously, I need to stay with her. I'm sad about this one not being able to see it on the big screen. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to see it sometime later. Maybe they'll re-release it or something. I don't know.
0: Oh, you might be able to see it like later on. Yeah, probably not opening night. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which sucks because, like, I know it's it's one of the movies I was excited for the most, just because of it's the Matrix. I've I've grown up with it. I've watched it many times and i was it just it looks so freaking cool and like you said dude like the way uh uh they film it it's it's so cinematic you know what i mean and and you you're just like these colors are so vibrant and everything they're doing like a uh, uh like yeah. the set pieces you know when he's with uh yayaya Am, Madul matisse uh have i said that right you know, when he's fighting him in the karate dojo and then it like pans out to like the beautiful scenery around everything. And, uh, I do want to get into like the panels that you were discussing. It reminds me a lot of like comic books, like a very like animated, uh, uh, kind of transitions, you know, uh, those are funny. Cause those are the transitions you can, like, can get an iMovie and people can right. kind of mess <laughs> with that. You know, it's like very, very simplistic, but it, it looks more like this multiverse of, of uh, madness. I'm just kidding. No, it just looks like very, you know, multi-dimensional storytelling and it, and it adds a different depth to the, to the film or at least to the trailer. You know, we don't know if the film is going to actually have that right as of, as of now.
0: Right. Well, we're, we're, we're seeing everything done with like purpose. It seems like it's very intentional, everything we've seen up until this point. And I was going to say that, I don't know if you saw, there was a, there was a Twitter Um, post going around that jessica hendrix actually she plays bug in this movie she turned down a mcu role for this movie so yeah i all this just gives me high hopes that what they've seen and what they like they this is not just like a throwaway cash grab like for nostalgia's sake hopefully this is like a cool continuation of the story and we're getting something new something fresh it feels like it with everything in the trailer so far so yeah, well, I'm excited for it. It's definitely a see it for me. I can't wait to watch it. Definitely see it for me as well in the theater. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, I'm going to have to just ask you how you feel. I'm, I'm going to probably have to, have to go I'm just have to
0: kidnap you, bro. So you can oh, watch. Oh god, it. yeah, dude.
1: I'm going to buy her some earmuffs and just have her in the theater with me.
0: Oh, there you go. Well, I'm excited to see it, but I want to know what you guys think. If you guys are excited for this trailer, definitely let us know on our Twitter. And uh, let's get into the next one, Ernie. The next one is called The Reacher, which is another jack reacher installment on amazon Police, move. jack reacher has his deceased retired army
1: bronze star silver star and a purple heart
0: what in god's name is a guy like that doing in margrave
1: what's a guy like that doing in jail zip ties
0: cuffs didn't fit him you guys recycle seven bodies since you set foot in my town I was arrested for murder. Now you want my help? I want you to do what I say.
1: You just go wherever you want, whenever you want.
0: The are always jealous. I'm gonna uncover this whole operation and burn it to the ground. So this this is actually a series I didn't know, but this is a series that continues, the, I think it continues the story, right, of Jack Reacher, which we've seen uh, Tom Cruise play him in uh, previous movies. But mm-hmm. I wanted to read the little synopsis. So, so Reacher is an American crime thriller television series, which is based on the Jack Reacher novel Killing Floor, written by Lee Child. And it's set to release February 4th, 2022. And it stars Alan Richson. He actually played Arthur Curry at Aquaman on uh, Smallville. That's the first time I saw him. But you said he's also in uh, uh, the CW Titans. series, right? Yeah. yeah, he's
1: in DC Titans. Uh, he plays uh, Hawkeye. Or Hawkeye, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just finished Haw a uh, Hawkeye not too long ago, and it
0: was like it's like fresh in my head. <laughs> and uh, it's just called it? the Hawk,
1: and the, yeah, yeah, he's called Hawk in the film and the in the, in the thing.
0: Hank Hall is his is his character. Yeah, Hank name. Hall.
1: You know what's crazy that's in the film is Kristen Creek. If I'm not saying that right, she plays Charlie. Kristen Creek. Yeah, so she's in Smallville. Do you remember? She's
0: uh... a little Smallville reunion for these two.
1: I was like, oh, I was like, I know who that is, dude. Where she uh, she plays Lana Lang in the in the in Smallville, dude.
0: She's great. Yeah,
1: you know his first love interest.
0: As as was all of our first love interests. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, dude, I wanna I. I to, i was watching this thing and, and it looks really cool and uh, we keep seeing that amazon keeps bringing out like tom clancy stuff because this is written by tom clancy yeah
0: yeah i think so yeah so like it's based on his on his book the killing Floor. Yeah. yeah so oh, no he, it's, i'm sorry he didn't write it lee child wrote it but it's based on a tom clancy character
1: mm-hmm. see so tom Cl- the amazon has a lot of like tom clancy things that they've been just kind of Putting into shows like the the no remorse, I think with uh, Michael B. Jordan and uh, other films, and I think Netflix has a thing coming out. I told you it was called The Division with Jake Gyllenhaal, based on a video game. I think based on a book as well, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, Tom Clancy's is like like this guy wrote like a ton of stuff, and Jack Reacher is one of those cool ones. Like the Tom Cruise movie, like you said, it was actually pretty good. I I enjoyed it. Um, the show kind of looks like it's following in line with that character and what he does because all he does is beats ass dude like like in the trailer you see it and he's just like wailing on these kids it's pretty sweet and you're like dang that's wild
0: you're here for it you're here for it
1: i'm here for it dude i I definitely want to check it out i know like i said i've not do i didn't like series you know i wasn't a big fan of that but now with the babes i can check them out because i'm up at three in the morning four in the morning just you know feeding so i need something to watch
0: i probably skip it because it seems a little a little generic. For my taste, I might, maybe if it gets some good reviews, I might, I might check it out. I am a fan of Kristen Kruik and there's a lot of action in it, but for me, I would probably skip it just knowing my, uh, my taste. So, um, but what do you guys think? Are you guys down for this? Have you guys uh, checked out the trailer? Are you here for February 4th to watch it on Amazon? It's a free watch if you got Amazon, uh, video. So, all right, Ernie, moving into our next trailer.
1: Speaking of someone that beats us. <laughs> <laughs> A new uh, trailer for Peacemaker has come out.
0: Have you ever heard of a guy named Peacemaker? No. He is a trained killer.
1: We've got trouble with that maniac.
0: Go! What are you waiting for? That thing better not crap back there. Yeah, how training an eagle, dude? Not without stealing its soul. Hey, Dad. It's fine a rough go from me lately, dad you don't say somebody shot me and building fell on me you let somebody shoot you it's not the kind of to him to come shoot me dad Pathetic. ah yes peacemaker well so i halfway watched it and i i'm uh i'm liking that there's uh more eagle i like that there's more bald eagle in this one.
1: Oh yeah that's sweet i didn't know that that was his pet uh you know when i saw it in the in the trailer and like you know he flies with into the car with
0: justice with him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's sweet. I didn't know that that was a thing. Like, why didn't he come out in the suicide squad?
0: Maybe he befriended him afterwards. I don't know.
1: Oh, it makes sense.
0: But see, here's the thing. I'm still not sold on this peacemaker becoming a series. Like I'm still like, he hasn't won me back yet. Like I'm still selling it because it's peacemaker, right? Like, I don't know how they're going to turn this into a, an actual hero. It's an uphill battle for me. Like they really have to sell it to me. And uh, yes, I, I like that. They're adding more of the Eagle and, kind of play up the jokes more but they gotta they're gonna have to work a little harder to to sell me on it so for me it's a skip it ernie what about you
1: dude uh i want to watch this like i i think i'm still like intrigued by it i i don't know if this is for everyone like i i know that you're not a big fan of this and this is that anti-hero thing that's been going around a lot this guy isn't a hero he's not you know as much as like he wants to be he that's not who he is and I think it's playing off of that. And and he does things that need to be done and they're not the most ideal, especially in the situations. At some point he has to kill a child, but he doesn't want to, but you know, he's going to have to do it. And it's just going to follow this person who makes mistakes, but you know, gets the job done. And, and, and I don't know if we're ever going to get to a point where we're just like, okay, we love him. I think it's just John Cena as a character is lovable you know what i mean he's uh he, the way he portrays him is is what we like overall the character is a douche he's not a good person and right. uh, i think that's what this show is gonna be you know he's the opposite of what he portrays himself to be i but i mean i could be surprised maybe he's gonna make like this big change and he's gonna be like the hero we all need And, you know, he's going to take down the biggest baddie or something. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And that's true. There's something to be said for being consistent, right? Like you're not going to try and change the character to be something to fit the audience. You're just like, hey, if you don't like it, you know, kind of how Venom, the second movie, just kind of played to its strengths of the first movie. If you didn't like Venom, the first movie, you're not going to like the second one. But it's that it's not for you, right? It's they're, they're telling it to the audience that likes this character who loved him from the first the first movie. So. Yeah, I I think there's something to that. Just for me like I it hasn't done enough to win me over and that's fine. Maybe they don't need me as an audience, you know, like maybe they're playing to somebody else. So that's probably yeah. fine, so.
1: No, yeah, I agree with you. It is a different audience. It's it's people who love uh dark humor. Um it seems as as that's what it's going to be. You're going to see a lot of people die in very funny and random ways. You you're, you're going to hear a lot of uh cursing, a lot of uh just toilet humor feels that you know what i mean it, it, there's gonna be a lot of the that like jumble of you know yeah of, uh, just in the whole story and i don't know if this is for everyone dude it's not it's just and, and it's on hbo you know like that that's a for sure sign that it isn't gonna be like everything else on netflix you know what i mean it's its own thing yeah and uh i think i'm more intrigued by the character and what he can do to make me dislike him a little bit more <laughs> than anything else i don't i didn't watch this trailer and say oh he's gonna probably be a hero later i think i saw this trailer and i was like okay he's gonna do something that's probably not gonna be right but it's probably gonna be pretty funny and that's what this is it's like right. it's like watching the harley quinn uh uh animated series right she's not a good person she, she's not she does the worst things possible to people and yet we like her it, it, why is she so likable, right? I, that, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be something in that vein. That's
0: the thing, though, is like I, I like Harley Quinn as a character. Like I yeah, actually same. do like the way she's written, but I just mm. I'm not on board with Peacemaker yet, bro. Like, I don't know mm-hmm.
1: why. Well, we haven't seen enough of him, right? Yeah. Harley Quinn has a uh, plethora of just comics and in, 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 in animated series and everything that we've seen up to this point. So we kind of know where she's coming from. Peacemaker, we... Just known from the Suicide Squad, and we hated him there because of what he did. That's true. You know what I mean. Uh, you know what I mean. So it, it's just we're gonna have to see where it goes. I I'm curious. This one I don't even want you to say see it or skip it because me and you we're gonna wait on this one because we're both on that like cusp of
0: yeah we don't know which one yet. Well, just based on the trailer, right? Like we have to go based on what we've seen so far. Exactly.
1: So once we see the episode, which will be fairly soon. Um, it's going to come out like, I think in a few months or, or something like that, we're we'll telling you guys our review on it. And then we'll, we'll let you guys know uh, what we thought about it, because I think we're still going to watch this. Even if we say, I'm going to skip it, you know, I think it's good. It's going to get up. You know, I, I can still s-
0: skip it based on the trailer, but no, I, it comes out you. January 13th, January 13th is going to be out.
1: So yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm sorry. I know I'm speaking for you. I have a feeling you're not going to skip this. I, I know for a fact, you're going to watch this. <laughs>
0: We'll see, Ernie. We'll see.
1: It's like you always say, the barrier to entry is so minimum for this show. We have HBO. That's true. We, it's going to be blasted in front of us on Twitter, on HBO. When we go on there, we're going to watch the first episode. It's just, it's going to be a thing. Yeah, I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> so the next one is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is getting an update, an install, a reboot. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's this coming is back. is a sequel. Of uh, the. Oh, it's uh, a direct sequel.
1: Oh. Yeah, the direct sequel from the movie in 1975, I believe. The original, original. This is a sequel to that. So it takes place uh, 47 years after the, that fact. Uh, Ruth is a 25-year-old San, uh, San Francisco moneymaker who drags her young teenage sister all the way to uh, to Texas on a business trip out of a fear of leaving her alone in the city. Uh, the young sister that she brings along on the trip, her name is Lila, and she's an amateur photographer. Now, she's wheelchair-bound. I don't know why they have to tell you that. doesn't matter. They end up <laughs> going to this place in Texas, and they end up finding a 60-year-old Leatherface. And that's where our story takes place. Now, we just have the 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 like the sweet image of him. But the trailer looks pretty cool, dude. I'm sorry. I'm a big horror guy. I mean, not the biggest, but I love horror movies. This one looks right up my alley. I've always been creeped out by all the Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Some are terrible. You know, I think the one with, like, Trey Songs, I don't know if you've ever seen that one or know who the artist is. He comes out in one of them, and, like, his song is playing while he's dying. <laughs> great good stuff dude. good stuff but uh uh it it, it sounds interesting i love the premise it's kind of like following in line with the uh halloween films that have just recently released and those aren't like the best best but they're pretty good for what they're trying to be and that's a very simplistic horror film you know gory and and it and 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 the story is very understandable like you're not going to get lost you know what you're
0: getting that's true. You do know what you're getting. What are your thoughts? So is it called Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022? Is that what they're calling no, it's, it?
1: No, it's just called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original, oh, okay. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, my little pigs and bacon here, is called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: So, okay. You you compared this to Halloween, which the, the, the reboot or the sequel-ish it was a 2018 version. The reason why I liked that one is because... That movie gives you a a, a a twinge of hope that they're gonna get this this bad guy.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
0: You can hope for the the heroes to win in that movie. I I have the only Texas Chainsaw Massacre's I've seen. There is there is none of that. It's just it's just a gore fest, right? It's like you know, it's a couple mice in a cage and there's a cat out to kill them all, right? You're just waiting yeah, to yeah. see how he's gonna kill them and. That's why I've never liked the series because there's no, you don't get the hope. I, ne- I need that hope in order for it to be a good horror movie. I don't think that this trailer did anything for me uh, to give me that. I don't know. Maybe what did you think of the trailer? Did you see like any sort of glimmer of hope? It just seems like one of those slasher movies where nobody gets out alive
1: well first i want to start off by saying oh my 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 do you remember that in the (laughs) texas chainsaw massacre the one that like they rebooted or whatever (laughs) like sometime in the 2000s i forget but um it's like this chubby lady that says that sweet little line i've always said it all my life but uh i thought the trailer looked cool dude i genuinely i know what you're getting at and yeah so that's what these movies are they're a grim look at horror like that's the thing about these, these like killer movies. You're not always going to survive. And I understand having that glimmer of hope uh, uh, in, in like the Halloween movies. And it's funny that you say that because for me, when I see the Halloween movies, I know. Yeah. Of course that they're going to live. And that guy is And Michael Myers is never going to die. Like, I think that bothers me more than seeing this like character, Massacre people. That's the point. It's called massacre, right? Like it's we know what you've we're been shut down too it.
0: many times, right? Like exactly. you've seen yeah, yeah. too many Halloween movies, so you're jaded.
1: Yeah. 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 I guess so. And 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 that's the thing. I guess, you know, now I'm so desensitized by horror films that nothing excites me. Nothing gets me like, oh, okay. So th- this is this can change. But not with this one. This one feels like I know what I'm getting. It's it's kind of like like uh when we're watching saw you know you know what you're gonna get you're gonna get these people trapped and you're gonna get that twist in the end that oh it was this person that was doing it because of this happened you know i i think with this one you're gonna get like most likely a storyline of like okay what was leatherface doing in all these 60 years i mean 45 years uh after the fact, because the way the original ends is like uh, everyone dies and they have the footage with the police officer and the police officer dies and that's just what ends, you know what I mean? mm-hmm. So, so he had to been doing something to keep up with what he does. Like he's mentally ill and he doesn't understand, you know, I guess the outside world. So he's never going to go out. So he's always cooped up in this place and he needs to, you know, vent <laughs> in some way. And so he, he murders And I think that's that. uh, it's simple. I don't know how they're going to like elevate the story and give you something like, you know, like, Oh, you feel bad for him because of this. He just wants a little skin. (laughs) Well, I guess that's my point
0: is like, it's a simple story. And what, what you're getting out of it is not in my opinion, anything interesting as far as worth, like, it's not worth my time. Right. Like I understand that, Mm, mm. that there are people, but I don't need to dwell on it. Like, I don't, I don't know why we need to keep coming back to this. Like, it's a dark, a dark movie that I I know people like this is up a lot of people's alleys as far as like, if you love slasher movies, but I, yeah, for me to, to, to be a good story, to be something that's worth me sitting there, it needs to tell me something about life. It needs to give me some sort of, you know, insight into like real world and you want it to be grounded. this, This is, yeah, it. I don't need to see killing for the sake of killing. There's already like it's it's glorifying it in a way that it it's a horrible thing. Like in the real world, like nobody wants to see someone murdered, especially not gruesome like that. Yeah, I can understand the escapism, but I need to have, you know, I need to have some sort of hope or positivity attached to it. Like there needs to be a reason for it other than just senseless Mm -hmm. killing. No, you know, in my opinion, I know people are different, but that's kind of how I rank you know, whether or not a movie is worth my time. So no, yeah, so it's no, a definite see it for me, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I definitely, I understand like the glorification of murder and, and uh, just the substantial nature of these characters becoming uh, something that is pure evil. And you don't quite understand certain aspects of a film until you really grasp the good versus evil. And I genuinely believe that we aren't going to get this in this film. Like I said, like I stated before, it's a massacre, and what we're gonna get is a lot of murder. It's a lot of killing. Now, if we're gonna get a, a story worth telling, that's something different because I'm not looking for that. Like you stated, it is a slasher film. You are gonna get what you're gonna get with these kind of films. They're they're not. There's nothing different about them. Hopefully they follow a storyline where there is a glimmer of hope because like, like you said, we are in a dark world where, you know, there's always bad things happening in the real world and, and you're, and, and definitely movies are an escapism. And I, I don't know, I, I would love to see that glimmer of hope, but from what I've seen thus far, these movies, this movie, and so just the franchise itself, it's never had that. It's always been right. very, you know, how long can you survive?
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I understand. And I understand what you're saying. Uh, It's just yeah, it's just not for me.
1: No, you're fine. Uh, This is probably for now. (laughs) This is a see it for me. I definitely want to check out. I want to see something in this vein. I haven't seen a film like this in a while. Um, I'm, I'm. This is. I think I'm. I'm here for it.
0: Honestly. Oh, it's cool. I like. I like that we're we're looking at it from different angles. So it's good.
1: Yeah, I love looking at different angles and different uh, just overall opinions, which uh, leads us to our next segment here. Our Twitter questions. Now tell, them, oh, yeah. now tell them about our Twitter questions here, uh, Jason.
0: All right. So we have a couple a couple questions that we've pulled from Twitter that you guys have asked it on your Twitter. And these are some of the fun ones that we thought, hey, this would be fun to talk about. So our first one comes to us from at Discussing Film. Great little Twitter that we, we always uh, check out. So this one says, which has been your favorite MCU series of 2021? And they give us some examples of so WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If. So Ernie, wh- what would you say has been your favorite MCU series so far? Dude,
1: Loki. And I and 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 it's hard to say that in a sense because WandaVision was like a really close choice for me. Like WandaVision was I, I think one of the best like series to start off the like the MCU uh timeline in in the in the, in, uh, in Disney plus, you know, having an episode every week and watching it and getting, getting to know these characters in a different light because Wanda wasn't a character that, uh, you know, we knew much about, like we, we knew here and there, but this one really dug into, you know, deep into her story. And I thought that was great, but I feel that Loki probably sold the MCU series in such a different way. You got some great characters. And, and I think, you become a little biased because we all like, uh, um, what's his name? Tom Hiddleston. Thank you, Tom. (laughs) Thank you, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, We all like him. You know, he's such a great character in the past films. And now having him in a series where he becomes, again, an anti-hero that we actually really care for, changes it. And then him having Sylvie as his uh, kind of muse, in a sense, right? Really changes the dynamic of this overall storytelling, and I, and I genuinely thought Loki just set the bar up high for these like uh like I said, like I said before, the series in in uh, Disney plus
0: yeah, I totally agree with you. That was the one I was going to pick was Loki. Wanda Vision is a great artistic piece where they started off in black and white and then they progressed through the decades, and Loki just took that type of storytelling and elevated it to another level. Like we got to see so much, so much progress. Like it's almost like an essential thing you need to watch for the MCU phase four, because it opens up that multiverse idea and Kang the Conqueror comes out and all this storytelling of just Loki himself, right? He gets to meet the female version of him, the kid Loki, the croc Loki. And it just expanded our view of the way the MCU is going to be storytelling in the future. And I think everything about that series was great. I really liked the theology and the questions posed about like what makes a hero, what makes a villain. It was more of a thinking series, I would say, than just a straight action series. So I, I really liked the concepts it presented. So definitely Loki was my top as well. That was a great series. Definitely
1: agreed with you, man. I love uh everything you said. Great insight. Definitely uh something that I really didn't get into when I did say I loved Loki but yeah you're so right.
0: Uh, thank you for the question discussing film. Do you agree with us? What was your favorite MCU film? I think there's a lot of good series to come as well. Like I'm really enjoying Hawkeye and then we got what's the next one after Hawkeye? It's uh I believe
1: it's uh Echo.
0: Yeah, I like what they're doing with the the hearing loss as well in the series so far. Um, so our next question comes from Aura Burt. How would you say that Ernie?
1: Omara Burt. Omara Burt.
0: O M A R A U B E R T. Omar Roberts. I do
1: love his like like name that he chose. It's, oh, holy Omar. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's sweet. Awesome.
1: Uh, I just want to, sometimes I want to give a shout out to these uh, sweet Twitter questions. Sometimes these people have like these really great names and you're just like, dang, yes. I applaud awesome. you. <laughs> and that's one of them. That's one of them. I like that one. I like that one. But he says here, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Now he put up a, a few pictures here, but I mean, obviously there's a vast library of christmas films jason i've actually i don't think i've ever asked you this and i've known you for many years
0: i don't know man that's hard so we got you know the classics are like the grinch and elf there's jack frost trying to think what my favorite christmas movie is i would probably say it goes back and forth one of the unsung heroes of the christmas movies would be like the muppets christmas carol that's a solid that's a sweet movie
1: sweet movie just saw that recently i haven't watched that in many years i used to love it i own the vhs still oh nice um it's at my grandma's house yeah and uh dude great movie really really there's another
0: muppets movie that's not on disney plus that i used to watch every christmas when i was a kid i think it's called a muppets family christmas i think that's the official one i don't know if you've seen that but it's this story of the muppets that they get uh, invited to uh stay in like a a house with uh, one of their friends and stuff and they get snowed in but circumstances happen where at the end of the sh- uh, it's, i think it was a tv special
1: yeah i think i i know what you're talking about i think it was a it's the one where like i think if i'm not mistaken you see actually big bird yeah like all Murdy, the muppets like, from like all the sesame, like sesame streets Street, yeah yeah they're all there like the cookie monster and, all the
0: fraggle rock people show up yeah yeah
1: I do recall it but I haven't seen it in many years yeah
0: I just love that one that one's sweet
1: that one is sweet I'm surprised they haven't brought that out to Disney Plus maybe later
0: we'll see I hope so man that's a a great one Um, so what is your number one choice dude I don't know bro I can't it's hard it's hard to pick one (laughs) that's crazy
1: because me and you I, I know it's I we share this in common when December when December hits dude we're just watching Christmas movies every day almost it feels like so that's true yeah, like I have a bunch of honorable mentions. First and foremost, dude, four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. Oh see, that's uh, a great one. Grace witherspoon's Witherspoon's great film. Elf, Will Farrow, uh, Gremlins I just watched the other day for my other podcast, Quotables. Great little film too. And it's a Christmas movie I didn't even know it was. Uh I hadn't seen it in
0: many years. That's true. Jingle All the Way have to be. Jingle mentioned. All the Way,
1: great movie too. Uh the Star Wars uh uh uh, the special A special i'm just kidding That's a terrible special you guys should not check that out uh, but if you ask me and i and i think if you guys have followed me for a very long time i've always talk about this movie but dr sue's how the grinch stole christmas and this is a uh, directed by ron howard stars jim carrey as the grinch uh, it's narrated by anthony hopkins um uh the music's by james uh, Hor- uh horner if i'm saying that right a uh, right. sweet movie, probably one of my favorites. Uh, and I'm biased because I watch this movie even when it's not Christmas time. I could watch this like all year round, like definitely start in January. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter to me. I've watched it like, oh, dude, so many times. Favorite movie, dude, overall. Oh, man. um, Dude, I'm sorry. I just... It's probably one of the one of my favorites because I love what the story uh like entails overall and the grand scheme of things. Like we know the Grinch, we know what he's about in the book, but this one, you know, dug a lot deeper. And I loved where it headed, uh, in overall just to tell uh the story of this character that you know is flawed and just uh uh you know deals with it in his own way. And I think uh which was uh funny, I'm sorry, spoiler alert for you guys in the beginning of the podcast the quote that Jason used was from this film.
0: So that's a good one. I, you know, what's funny is I didn't, didn't like it uh, when it first came out and it's grown on me. Like every Christmas we've been watching it, I think mostly because our family like really likes that. And so
1: I think it's because of me, dude, that's what it, it might is. be. You,
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, it's the more you hang out with me, the more you start liking things that I like. I think we just, we're getting closer. And then later on, you're going to be like, you know what? I like Texas chainsaw. I
0: was going to say that <laughs> <laughs> Ernie, he really sold me on Texas chainsaw. Uh, i was gonna i was gonna throw in a couple more honorable mentions because there's so many great christmas go movies for it, go for it. Uh, yeah 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 please the one that my please, so. my wife actually got me on board with it's called national lampoon's christmas vacation that is a sweet movie yes. that's been, funny
1: because his wife's sister is my wife and she's the one that introduced me to that film as well and they love that movie here in their household it's a classic. yeah
0: they watch it every year and it's great i love it like it's funny i haven't uh, there's so many classic lines that people quote like throughout the, the Christmas season, um, the squirrel and like all those fun the squirrels, <laughs> the
1: big one for them, right? Yeah, uh, Squ- Home
0: Alone is also honorable mention. Like you have to throw Home Alone in there, right? Like that's a oh, classic.
1: What about um, Jingle Jangle? I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Jingle Jangle. Oh, imagine if that was my top. That'd be great.
1: Oh my, like, dude! I watched it. It wasn't that great, but I still enjoyed it. But I think it was because it was a Christmas movie. It's just one of those. I want to throw an honorable mention. Oh yeah, throw, here, throw it. Uh, a bit Christmas with Neil Patrick Harris just came out on HBO Max. It's not my recommended. It should be. But, dude, you guys should definitely check that movie out. That's probably one of my, uh, uh re- well, when quotables, we say rewind. It's going to be a thing that I watch every year now. Like, that's how good it was. And I, I definitely, that's, that's a great honorable mention. Oh, that's cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah, it, it, there's a timelessness to it, right? Because this takes place in, like, a very nostalgic period with the 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they did a real good job. Oh, and also I was going to say the Santa Claus is a good one. I don't know if you've seen uh, uh what's it called? It's a Wonderful Life. Dude, A Wonderful Life. Nobody usually, Classic. nobody watches it because it's no. so old, black and white. Yeah. But that, I love the message of that movie. Like every time I watch that, it'll be playing like on CBS or TNT or something, right? During Christmas time. And I always find myself watching it and being like, man, that's a good.
1: It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I like, it's funny that you say that. I've only watched that movie when it comes out on TV, like, or something. Yeah. Like, it's never, I, I never go watch it. Like, I, I don't put it on myself. Great movie. I, li- I like that one, dude. That's a sweet one. A Miracle.
0: Oh, yeah, that one's good.
1: That's a good one. Uh, A Christmas Story. Did you, did you drop that already?
0: Oh, yeah, with, uh, <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out, kid.
1: Yeah, shoot your eye out, kid. That's a classic. I never really liked that movie. That was one of those movies that I had, Uh, like, for last last year when we did, Again, the quotables cast we had discussed like you know uh, Christmas movies, and this was one of the ones I would hardly watch. It was one of those like again where it would just be on TV, and I would either watch the beginning or the end, never the middle. So I didn't know what the you know it was just like one of those films, and uh, I finally saw the whole thing, dude. Great movie, classic. You guys should definitely dude. check that one out too.
0: Okay, I think if I had to pick one as my oh
1: boy, where did to get one?
0: <laughs> Because I, I, if I look back, I watch this every single year, and it's a shorter one. But I would have to say, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is probably the the number one like nostalgic top all time favorite. Like it's such a good, that's a good one, fun Christmas. Like just to have it on, you could play it while you're decorating the tree or just putting your decorations out. It's a great movie. I would say either that one, Christmas Charlie Brown,
1: Christmas Charlie Brown,
0: or the Grinch, the original animated Grinch.
1: Yeah, the animated ones.
0: Sweet. sweet as well dang like such a hard oh, question let's just keep talking about christmas
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which uh, brings us to our next christmas topic here another twitter question this one comes from movie sonic daily what a what a what a twitter account it's just it's about sonic but you know he he, he poses this question to you guys so what do you want for christmas
0: wow that's a loaded question as well
1: no jason what do you want and i i kind of have an idea may i answer for you
0: oh go ahead yeah he
1: said, uh, "Xbox Series X
0: Halo Edition." Oh my gosh, he knows me too well. That's yeah. never gonna happen, Ernie. That's that's one of those Christmas miracle presents that will happen. You
1: never know. Ho ho ho! You're gonna hear, <laughs> ding, ding, ding,
0: you know? Santa Claus gonna bring it to me. Yeah, that would be sweet. I'm I'm definitely a Halo fan. Like I, that's a nostalgia, nostalgia feel for me as well. If I could get one of those for Christmas, I'd I would be forever grateful. But what about you, Ernie? What's your what's your uh, Christmas wish? Dude,
1: I don't I've been like wanting a bunch of dumb stuff that I really don't care for. But I'll tell you what the number one dumb thing I want right now is uh, the Oculus, uh, the VR headset. I, I've been just I don't know what it is, but I'm like, dude. And, and it's funny because the only reason I want it is to share it with you and uh, our family because VR is, is fun when you share the experience. You know, obviously it's one headset, but when you show someone, I'll oh, play this game, feel, feel it trip out. Yeah. And people like in front of you are doing it. It's like really fun. I used to have the PlayStation VR headset and I had my wife play a game. It was called a uh, beat saber where it's like lightsabers and you're uh, destroying like boxes and they make songs kind of like rock band guitar hero. Yeah, And it's yeah. doom And it's really cool. And uh, I would love for like the family to play those games and like for Christmas time and all that, it'd be so fun. Be really uh, fun. The only reason I haven't gotten one of those is because it's locked to Facebook. I don't have a Facebook account and uh they're they're going they're getting rid of it uh sometime in the sooner updates or sometime soon sorry um but i would love that that'd be really sweet
0: that would be fun yeah that's a good that's a good one too that's hard though i don't i don't really need anything for christmas to be honest but uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like i like shopping for other people i like see like how you say like i like to see the look on people's faces like mm-hmm. if we're to play oculus or
1: yeah, Which is crazy because I'm excited for Christmas this year. I think Jason is actually going to get me that Thanos was right sweater that we're actually uh, <laughs> raffling off on Twitter. Uh, make sure you guys retweet. If not, he's going to give it to me for Christmas and you know I'll wear it.
0: <laughs> Dang, bro. <laughs> brought it
1: back. Brought it back there. You see that?
0: I like it. Alright, our next question comes from at BK23Skywalker which is a, another sweet name. Um, sweet. This, is, this is for you, Ernie. I thought you might like this. Uh, this which Star question. Wars which Star Wars prequel movie is your favorite? He says, I'm a big fan of all of them, but Revenge of the Sith has to be my all time. And I know you're like a connoisseur of fine prequel, sequel Star Wars movies. So tell us.
1: I am dude. And it's crazy because he actually chose the same one. I would, I really, really like Revenge of the Sith. I can quote that movie verbatim when he fights Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm not going to do it now. I don't want to embarrass myself, but I am that geeky for that film. Like I love that movie. I think it's really good. Um, I think uh it's it's one of Christian Hayden's probably best work overall. It shows you, you know, his character uh uh fighting his inner demon, or as I like to say in my mind, uh uh fighting Palpatine's mind control. Uh, so, you know, you know what I mean. I won't get into that. If you guys ever want to hear a spoiler cast for the said you guys let me know. I'll go into it with you guys. But dude. Is this the one Uh, where he's like,
0: you're the chosen one? Yes, yes, yes. But
1: honorable mention for me, Attack of the Clones is really good. Honorable mention, dude, Phantom Menace. Nothing beats that movie's quotes (laughs) ever. Like, I can quote that movie, like, pretty, pretty good, dude. Uh, From the beginning to probably the ending. Like, it's a sweet movie. You know, it's probably, and it has probably one of the coolest, like, villains in all of Star Wars, besides Darth Vader, obviously. Uh, freaking Darth Maul is really cool in that film like his presence is so sweet he looks cool as hell like he fights all sweet like first time we're seeing like Jedi actually because you gotta you gotta you gotta think of this like the last movie we got was Return of the Jedi right and and all those films up to that point were slower battling Jedis like they weren't like you know using flips and a bunch of crazy I mean they were flipping but they wasn't like very you know fast-paced and Darth Maul, like, you know, really brought it to the forefront. Like you can see that Qui-Gon Jinn, when he fights him at the end, at the end battle, at the, the duel of fates, as we call it. The duel of fates, because you know, they're dueling for the fate of Anakin Skywalker, right? The child. Right. Because depending on who wins, you know, it, you know, things are gonna change. Um,
0: yeah. So And that sweet star that sweet uh lightsaber thong- will go the second lightsaber comes out. That was such a moment.
1: Such a moment, dude. I remember I remember being so hyped for it when I was a kid and when it had come out. I ended up buying this movie on DVD right when it dropped the first day. And I think right when that movie dropped as well was the movie Swordfish. <laughs> and me and my brother bought both movies. Random movie. Uh, uh, but yeah. Great movie. He's all, and you know that scene with Anakin when you know uh, he's trying to turn on the pod racer? He's like, it's working.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. working.
1: That's funny. It's a Sweet, sweet, uh, sweet movie. Annie,
0: that's what we get. Annie's a little.
1: Annie, it's like your mother, Annie.
0: I would say I don't know. I like I'm not as big of a prequel fan as you, but uh, Attack of the Clones has uh, Yoda fighting Count Dooku, oh, that's and sweet, yeah. that was my favorite out of all the of all the prequels. That's my favorite scene. Um, just when he's like flipping around and like just kicking butt, dude. That that's just great. Uh, a lot of fun moments in that because you see like I think Chewie shows up and like that whole I don't know. There's a lot of fun moments in Tackle Clones, so I'd probably put that one, even though it has some of the worst dialogue of any movie I've ever
1: seen. Mm, <laughs> it'd be very grumpy, you know. It's like
0: <laughs> there's such highs and lows in that movie, man. Oh, that's
1: like it. Just it, it. There's like this uncomfortability with both of the characters that are supposed to be in love. Yeah, and I, it's just it's it's interesting. It, just the way it was. I don't know if it was the way it was written or the way they like were with each other. Because you have to understand that like George Lucas is seeing this happen and he's like, "No, this is perfect." That's how he envisioned it. You know what I mean? I know. So, so like there is something there, and I think you know maybe funny. it's not for everyone, but it's yeah.
0: close. <laughs> it gets everyone. I hey,
1: hate son. It gets everyone. Right,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, great question. Brayden Skywalker. That's a cool name. Uh, so thank you guys for the Twitter questions. Keep them coming. We love answering uh, these Twitter questions. What did you guys think? Do you have a favorite prequel movie? Or are you just like, I'm not going to watch any of these? Are you, are you past it? I feel like the generations now have embraced it. Like it used to be the thing where nobody liked the prequels. Now people are like embracing the prequels. I like them. So our final topic of the day, our final uh, segment is, what are we watching? And Ernie, I'm going to throw it to you. Is there anything you recommend that you've been watching?
1: No. So I, this is an interesting one. Um, I don't recommend it, but I wanted to say that I was watching it. it was was uh, King Richard. I was actually able to uh, finish it off, and I really enjoyed the film. Um, I don't want to recommend it. It doesn't feel like a movie that it's for everyone. I think that's that's probably primarily where I want to start. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. Like you said, it did have a great message. Uh, you know, the playing the long game and, and seeing, uh, uh, you know, these kids, uh, put school and, and everything else, uh, besides, you know, the sports and all that. It was, it was a really, it was a really good story and really telling about how parents should treat their child. Um, there is moments where you kind of see, uh, Will Smith's character, uh, Richard, you know, kind of fall prey to, you know, his own, uh, ignorance in a sense, because he does believe he knows everything. And I think that's probably why I don't want to recommend it. Cause I saw through the flaws of, of the care, the, the, the character or not the character, but the person. And, uh, I genuinely was like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here, but I, I, I enjoyed the movie, but I don't recommend this one.
0: Interesting. Um, uh, it's funny because <laughs> I was going to recommend another Will Smith related project. Um,
1: was it, I- uh, after earth? <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude, that movie—it's great. No, so I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but um he has a YouTube series called "Best Shape of My Life," and I just happened to play it while I was working. And I think it's like six, eight episodes. It's on YouTube. It's free. It's a free little uh, behind-the-scenes series. But he basically he he goes into this challenge where he's gonna get in the best shape of his life, like like even better than iRobot. Like he wants to feel like he's in his like fifties. Like he's in his like middle fifties, I'd say. Um, so he's going on this challenge to like, cause pandemic and everything he's gotten out of shape. Um, so he wants to do that. And then he also wants to finish his memoir book. Like he, that's coming out. I think he might he probably finished it by now, but it's that journey up until that point. And it's not what you expect. Like the first episode kind of sets you up where like he gets to a point where he just like, just like breaks. Like, he's like, why am I doing this? Like he just hates his life. And he, it goes on a turn that you're not expecting. Right. So it, it hooked me in that sense. And then I just watched it, just casually watched it while I was working. And it was pretty cool. I liked, I liked how he's very, he's trying to be very honest and very open about his life now. Like he wants to just put it all out there and and he's gotten to the point where he just feels comfortable. Um, You know, it is what it is, right? Like he's trying to be a better person over time. And like, you know, he, he goes through all the struggles of like his past and the book. And I don't know, I found it very interesting. I just wanted to keep watching it. So. That's really the only thing I've seen this week that was like worth mentioning in a recommended yeah. session. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, we were, we were finishing up um, Ozark, which is a dark show, but it's a good show because we want to watch the uh, the fourth season. Um, so we're almost finished with that. But man, that's a dark show. Um, great acting, great writing and storytelling, but it's, it's too dark for me. This <laughs> um, <laughs> is one of those. Yeah. I, it's, sometimes yeah.
1: it's good to watch lighter shows like uh, Ted Lasso the first season yeah really it's nice uplifting show. it's like i I don't think i've ever seen a show that's made me feel so good after finishing an episode
0: <laughs> and i think they're working on the third season now for that one too
1: yeah um, i think so yeah and uh you're right about the memoirs i think his uh, book is out now i think it was out november 9th um yeah i ended up looking that in
0: so if you want to kind of watch like behind the scenes of him writing it and stuff it's kind of cool i, I thought it was there's some cool moments like he sits down with his family and like reads the chapter where he talks about like how, you know, bringing up his kids and that stuff. And you get to see the reactions and like their comments on it and stuff. And I
1: actually just got the Will Smith best shape of life. And I'm going to, going to check that out. I love stuff like this. Um, I'm glad that it's reading. That's pretty cool. YouTube original. So yeah. something worth kind of a watch. And I love stuff like that. I like really things that, you know, people kind of are showing their true selves. Um, and I like Will Smith. I'm a big fan. I I love, I, I actually, I'm a fan of wild wild west and a lot of people hate it or and i know he didn't really like it either but <laughs> i enjoyed it as a kid and i still did i had the glasses that came in at burger king i had those too oh, so those might be worth yeah. some
0: money now you never know i
1: I, ha- I have the box i don't have the glasses anymore
0: <laughs> that's cool yeah dude he's become like kind of like he went from like action star to he's kind of becoming like the the dad figure on like social media um he's kind of falling into his own and like later on in life so it's kind of cool because we're all going to get there. We're all going to get to that later stage in our lives. If we're not already there now, Ernie, I'm feeling old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so that that's pretty much it for this episode. What did you guys think? Any uh, things that you recommend that you watch this week? Let us know. We'd love to watch stuff that you're recommending for sure. Um, and if you don't have anything to recommend, definitely if you want to win that sweater, just retweet that tweet. Um, but yeah, that wraps it up for this episode. If you guys had fun, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter. watchful tweets ernie thank you for being here thank
1: you for having me dude i had a great time
0: and yeah we'll be back next week so uh until then guys have a have a good holiday if you're putting up decorations or hanging out with family and friends be safe and uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one
1: Bye, guys. i guess